1: Hey, I'm Gemma Bastiani. Welcome to the fourth episode of Australian Jams. Uh, Before we get started with our guest, who's smiling at me weirdly, (laughs) um, I just want to give a shout-out to Satsuma. On the last episode with Laura, we talked about um, their single Crescent and how great it was and how that album was coming out. And the album has come out, and it's amazing. So um, everyone, please go and listen to that record. Uh, It's on everything, so no excuses for access. Cool. Who have we got here today?
2: Uh my name's Dave Nordoff and I'm from Catch Release Records.
1: And bands?
2: Bands, uh well currently well, let me think. I'm currently playing in the Mickey Cooper band. Yes. Yep. And some other things that uh yeah, just for friends and things. Yep. Yep.
1: Cool. And uh catch release records, who do you have? on there
2: uh we have slowly slowly mickey cooper the evening cast fieldings nick van Breda. is that everyone i think so at the <laughs> moment yeah
1: <laughs> that's all my current artists and there's been a few others over the years too yeah amazing and you're based in melbourne obviously based in melbourne yep so fun little fact i have a theory that dave's from perth <laughs> he's never been to perth I've never been to perth no nope. he's not from perth I definitely still think he's from Perth, so uh, we'll look at more into that.
2: Yeah, we'll do that as a case study later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, so we're trading tunes with Dave today. I have a pen that's making noise, so I'm going to put that down. Um, and Dave's going to go first. What's your first song?
2: Oh, that's a good. That's a good question.
1: You can choose any.
2: Uh, oh, okay, I'm going to I'm going to pick my Lincoln Lafever tune. Okay. first. Yeah, just because it's the first one on my notes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's called Undone, right? Yes. Yeah, it's okay. called
2: Undone from the album Come Undone, okay. which uh, I had to get through my head a little bit <laughs> <laughs> to start with. But yeah, I, uh, I actually saw Lincoln a couple of weeks ago at his album launch yep. um, at the Gasso, and I frantically listened to his new record in the week leading up to that gig. And uh, and this was probably the song that probably stuck out to me both on the record uh and at the gig on the night um awesome. yeah just really really good song and i've actually uh i think i've kind of been aware of lincoln what he what he's been doing for a little while he actually played at a, f- a friend of mine's wedding oh wow it was the first time that i ever saw him play which was a strange kind of context to see to see him and then i've seen him solo as well a couple of times he um supported slowly slowly one of the catch release artists at one of their residencies a little while ago but i finally got to see him like in the with a full band in a great context at the Gasso's, which was yeah, unreal a couple of weeks venue. ago. Yeah, great venue. Um, but, yeah, he's originally from South Hobart, actually, and moved over to Melbourne. So I think the band's been together for about 10 years. Wow. Uh, yeah, so they've been around a while. And this is their their third album, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and if I'm correct, I think it's the first album with the group The Insiders, so Lincoln and The Insiders. Um but yeah, I they I actually I really like their description or his his description on Triple J on Earth, which was bullshit free punk country st- or storytelling. Which that I is think is pretty good. Yeah. It I think it sums it up pretty bit. good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and I um I kind of thought that uh, there's a bit, for those that maybe might not be aware of his work, I kind of always thought there was a bit of a Nation Blue, Blue Line Medic kind of vibe about mm-hmm. uh, some of the more recent stuff. And it turned out that Mike Deslanders, who did some of the Nation Blues stuff worked on this record. so that was awesome. So it kind of worked out that uh, they were barking up that tree, I guess. So. It's kind of
1: nice when you have a, an inkling and then it turns out to be true. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know whether that subliminally came into my thoughts or whether I maybe read that somewhere, but I always kind of thought that he was in that mould. So.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. But uh, just, yeah, an incredible songwriter, a really good storyteller. And um, I rem- there was a, a moment uh when that he was supporting uh Slowly Slowly the Residency uh mm-hmm. solo and he did um a couple of new songs there and then one of his old older songs, Boat Shed, he sung the whole first verse, cappella, which he actually does in the um in his set with the band as well. Yeah. And it just blew my mind. So it was quite quite intimate in the uh in the tote front bar and yeah. I was probably about you, how far you and I are away from each other now, which for the listener is about three or four metres, yeah. and it was just like bang in your face, and it was so cool. Um, yeah, that, great a awesome. great, great voice.
1: That's something I noticed actually, like this, uh, in all honesty, Dave and I listen to very different music for those playing at home. <laughs> yeah. um, so, And you'll notice that in the songs that we've both chosen. Um, but that's something I definitely noticed in a genre that I don't particularly listen to. Um, the the songwriting was massively standing out to me.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's very autobiographical. I think the the, the previous record was a lot about making the move from Hobart to Melbourne, mm-hmm. and now I think it's kind of like a coming of age in the new environment sort of thing. And yeah, it's very, yeah, all of this stuff is quite autobiographical. So. so is
1: it like your trip from Perth to Melbourne?
2: Yeah, I, <laughs> it's what I imagine. I would the album that I would write about my trip from Perth to Melbourne. <laughs> Maybe that's why I connect with it so much.
1: Imaginary trip. Yeah. We're back, and uh, my first song is up. Uh, it's a song that Dave would not have listened to unless I forced him to. You have to tell uh, me which one it is. <laughs> All of them? Uh, yeah. It's uh, Bodies by Wafia. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts on this
2: one? Well, as you said, this is it, uh, not something that I would be, um, that I would probably listen to. Um, yeah, but I, I can definitely appreciate a, a really, really great voice, great mm. songwriting, great pop song. Um, I, yeah, I really dug it. I, it's it's nice sometimes to listen to something that's a little bit outside of your comfort zone. And, um, yeah, like for, for both this song and am I allowed to give away? Not like, like, yet, yeah, no, but no, the, the other one. Okay, yeah. and for the other song that is yeah. similar-ish, uh, I enjoyed listening to both of them as great pop songs.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, I I think this one was like super catchy, like straight out of the gate was catchy. And there aren't many songs that have an intro that are effective as an introduction that can do that, I don't yeah. think. And it's got massive production behind it. it I actually yeah. haven't looked at who did the production. I should look into that. But the production is huge and it fits her voice so well. It's just like, yeah. yeah. I prefer it heaps to her single from earlier this year, 83 Days for sure. Yeah. Um but so is, yeah, this, it's just uh, massive.
2: is it from an upcoming record this or is this a
1: I genuinely don't know, yeah, I probably should look into that.
2: <laughs> I ask all the hard hitting questions bases, <laughs> obviously yeah
1: <laughs> um but yeah, that, definitely look into this and going back to um what Laura and I spoke about last week about artwork and branding and all of that the artwork for this single is is really great yeah
2: that actually did strike a chord with me when i loaded it up on spotify when you gave me my little uh my links <laughs> it was yeah very cool artwork
1: yeah it is sick isn't it yeah, yeah yeah nah she's great um definitely get around this so we'll have a quick listen now um this is bodies by wafia What is your second song for us?
2: Uh, I decided to, for my second song, I'm going to pick uh, Paul Kelly. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to pick Rising Moon, which mm-hmm. is the opening track from his new album, uh, mm-hmm. Life Is Fine. Uh, it was really hard to pick a song from this record. I've been playing it s- so much the last couple of weeks, um, which says a lot because there's been so many great albums the there last really couple have, of weeks. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but this one has kind of risen to the top for me and... Um, yeah, I think uh, it it kind of sounds to me like it's uh, it's like Paul Kelly has just got the electric guitar out of the case again, and is just yeah, it's re- a really really powerful record. And I think mm. that this song in particular really sets the scene for that. And I, th- I think he's kind of been saying that it's like he's, it's just a normal album, which for him over the last few years he's experimented a lot with a few different groups and um, concepts, yes. concepts like song cycles and stuff like that. So. It's kind of just it, to me it sounds a lot like his earlier work with the messengers yeah um, and yeah it's just it's really great he's, he's got um, vicar and Linda Bull as sort of almost part of a permanent fixture in his band now mm-hmm. and so they feature quite prominently on on this particular song and they actually both sing a song individually on the record
1: that's so cool yeah
2: there's there's an older Paul Kelly song called don't explain which is a, a later on the record which one of Vicar or Linda Bull sings, I can't tell <laughs> which one. But I remember reading a while ago that Paul had always imagined that a female would sing that song. and it's, So it is a song that he has sung previously on a record, and now he's, he's got either one of Vicar or Linda Bull singing the song, and they they do a beautiful job of it. And I can yeah. see why he would have wanted that. Um, yeah, someone breaking into your house. the front door so. <laughs> just opened and made a really big
1: noise. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but th- this is cool because it's, like, Vika um, and Linda remind me of, my, like, my mum is alive, like, shout out to my mum, but, like, it reminds me so much of my mum because she would play them all the time when we were kids. Yeah. So it's really cool to see them working maybe in slightly popular culture. Yeah, um, for If sure. that's not a great phrase for it, but you get what I mean. Yeah, I know what yeah. you
2: mean, for sure. Yeah,
1: they're super talented.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And, um... Yeah, it's a great pairing. The way that they their voices intertwine with Paul's is amazing. And mm. the album itself is, um, there's I, I noted down that there's lots of rich imagery and there's a bit of humour, um, but generally it's quite it's quite an upbeat record. And as I said, it reminds me a lot a bit of, of, of a lot of his earlier stuff. Yeah. Um. And the, yeah, there's a few different kind of grooves and things like that. And there's kind of an R and B kind of groove on on this track, Rising Moon. Yeah. Um. And yeah, as I said, I think it just kind of sets the scene perfectly for the record. It's quite dramatic and. Um, yeah, it's a great song. And I should also say that I was supposed to get my dad Paul Kelly tickets for Father's Day, and if he's listening, I just want to say sorry, Dad, because I, <laughs> I missed out.
1: If anyone can get us Paul Kelly tickets yeah. for Dave's father, yeah, like, we'll do something for you. I don't know if yeah. we will, but we'll love you forever. He would really like that. Yeah. 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 If anyone knows any connections, yeah. hit us up. Yeah, please. Um, I'd, I'd literally just written the harmonies and that it's an excellent... And really compelling introduction to the record.
2: Yeah, no doubt. So
1: pretty much just what you said. Yeah. I mean, Dave's far more eloquent than I. So um, on that, we'll go to someone that's very eloquent as well, which is Paul Kelly. And this is Rising Moon. back with uh, my other song that dave uh was really nervous about uh talking about um <laughs> i I've wouldn't say nervous, nervous. Yeah. apprehensive
2: yeah well no 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 not apprehensive either. <laughs> <laughs> it's just i'm a little out of my comfort zone talking about pop music yeah,
1: yeah yeah um this one is called hero from george maple um i just think uh she's really matured with her vocal and it this is like a shout out to my mom again, which is weird. Um, it <laughs> reminds me of like the 90s music that my mom would play in the car when we were kids.
2: Yeah, it does have a, it's quite a timeless, in a mm. sense, kind of song. Like, it, yeah, it, it it doesn't necessarily sound as much like now as maybe it does the 90s or something like that. But it's, again, a bit like the, the Wafia song that's really good production. Yeah. It's a big, bold song and the voice is just super prominent. In, yeah in the front, yeah
1: and that's so important, I think, and like I've listened to George Maple before on and off, but this one kind of made me want to listen to her a lot,
2: yeah, yeah, and
1: I think a really good single can make all of your back catalog that much better, yeah, because maybe someone finally understands an artist, and then it makes them understand everything else that they're doing more to, mm. and that was me with this song. And, it's yeah, very yeah, confident,
2: I just, isn't it, this song? It's, it, there's, a, there's definitely an element of, uh, of confidence that's exuded through the performances. Yeah, yeah,
1: 100%. And I think um, with George Maple as well, she knows what she wants and um, she makes sure that that's what it is before anyone hears anything. So if there's a specific producer that she wants to work with to make that work, you know that she's going after it because nothing is out of place with this. Everything is perfectly planned and and executed which is really cool I yeah
2: think. have you seen her live before
1: no I haven't mm. have you
2: no I haven't but uh, both with uh, George Maple and with Wafi I was thinking that I would love to see how it comes across uh in the live setting and what the sort of what the setups are with bands and yeah, things true. like that yeah
1: we had this discussion about Gordie as well actually the other day but um, yeah when you when you listen to it it's so interesting that you're not quite sure how they're gonna. Set it up live.
2: Yeah, 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 and it's and it's always interesting with an artist like this to see whether they try to reproduce perfectly the record or whether the live thing is something completely different and yeah. they go on a whole other journey there. Yeah, and I'd love to see both of those artists to see how they perform um, these like the heavily produced but great pop songs to see which path they take with their live show.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. So we'll have a listen to "Hero" by George Maple. Um, Which is the last song to mess with Dave's? (laughs) I don't know the word that I'm going for, but I'm making a weird move. I liked it. I really liked
2: that you challenged (laughs) me, and and that was, I to be honest, when I was picking my songs, I was kind of purpose purposefully thinking I want to give Gemma a a few curveballs (laughs) because we do have we definitely have a few bands that we both vibe off. Yes, yes, definitely. But I know that I kind of go down a certain path, and you go down another path, and then we meet in the middle. And yeah, I appreciate that you threw some some challenging ones in there for me, and I've loved all of them. So. Well,
1: Dave made a a funny point before uh, that he's a drummer, and I've chosen three songs that don't have live drums. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, so there's, that's a big challenge for me. But I didn't won- even think he, about it, but he he I over. was
1: like messing with him subconsciously. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we'll have a quick listen to uh, "Hero" <laughs> by George May. <laughs> Your last song, Dave.
2: My last song. Uh, I've decided to pick a song from the latest King Gizzard record, excellent. Uh, which is their third of uh, supposedly five albums that they're going to be releasing this year in 2017. Which is absurd. Absolutely absurd. <laughs> it feels like I just get over the last one, and then there's another one.
1: But like, how that... do they have the time to do it? This is what I'm wondering. They're always touring. They're always overseas. Yeah. How do they have time to record five albums in a year?
2: Uh, I. Yeah, that's, that's the million dollar question. I have no idea. but this And they're be-
1: all in other bands, aren't they, as well?
2: I think so. Yeah. De- definitely, yeah. There's some other things going on and some collaborations and things like that. And, I can um, barely
1: get my shit done today. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Yeah. But, well, speaking of collaborations, this record is actually a collaborations with Mild High Club.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: um, I, I read that this collaboration was uh, apparently born after Gizfest last year. Okay. So they also featured on the lineup for Gizfest. And... I think in about two weeks, they uh, actually wrote down something quite interesting about the title of the record, which is uh, "Sketches of East Brunswick." Mm -hmm. And so, uh, the title alludes to the Miles Davis record, which is uh, called "Sketches of Spain," and which was also a musical influence on this record. So, there's a lot of like um, kind of groovy psychedelic lo-fi jazz happening. So it's a slight twist and turn that obviously king is like to do i'm so
1: glad you said that because you're gonna laugh at this (laughs) and i mean this in a really good way yeah i wrote it's kind of like a really really good take on elevator music and the jazz influence kind of makes sense with that now yeah even though my phrasing was poor yeah, <laughs> it makes sense, right?
2: Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, and one of the challenging things about trying to for me, I, the, the going through the process of having to try to pick a song off this record, for me, kind of summed up my relationship with um, King Gizzard because yeah. they were really song, sorry they were a really hard band to like nail down to one song. Yeah. and I remember a few years ago before I really started to appreciate their work. I was kind of looking for that song to be like, oh, that's a great song of, of King Gizzards. Like, you know, what is their song that people gravitate to? Um, but I noticed, uh, I, I had the opportunity to actually see them live three or four times uh, within about a six-month period. I saw mm-hmm. them at um, Gizfest um, and I saw them at Splendor, I saw them at Laneway, uh, all within a fairly short period of time. Yeah. And um, I started to realise in seeing them in that environment that they're not, as as great as some of their songs are, they're not a, a band that you can fully appreciate for a single song. You really need to listen to the whole record or see them live and see how the whole thing comes together because yeah. it's like it's a journey. And I yeah. think that originally I didn't really get that and I was looking for something to to grab onto, but I needed to have the full um, idea out in front of me to fully appreciate them as a band.
1: Yeah, and I feel like with King is like. Um when you see them or listen to one of their records, it feels like they're just taking you in to their little garage studio space where they're all just mucking around and jamming, and yeah. you're just sitting there listening to this like kind of endless like jam session. Yeah, and that's what all their albums kind of feel like, and that's what their live shows kind of feel like. It feels really intimate, I guess is the word.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, there's not a lot of. I was going to say tricks and smoke and mirrors and stuff, but maybe that maybe there is, maybe there is, and that's kind of the. Yeah. It, it sounds quite simple, but I'm sure it, yeah. it's not. But and I, I mean, there's just, obviously a lot going on. There's a lot. There's two drummers and there's flutes and there's a yeah, whole bunch seven of Seven people. Yeah, and, yeah, so there obviously is a lot going on. So I shouldn't yeah. say that it's simple. But you're right; it is an intimate kind of feeling that you get um, listening to them.
1: And I feel like kind of everything that they do comes down to the fact that individually they're all very good musicians. No doubt. So they yeah. can pull off the kind of stuff that they do. Um, with more ease than anyone else might be able to do it.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think I mentioned that the song that I that I actually showed oh, yeah, is, is to Zita. uh And it, as I said, it was, I could have picked any song. Yeah. Um, but I just kind of felt like in listening to the album that maybe this gave a, a, a good impression of the of the album. But it was very hard to pick because again, it's slightly out of context without having the. the either side yeah. of it, but I think this is a great song anyway. And so. it feels
1: appropriate that we've talked about the record and the band as a whole rather than the individual song. I agree, yeah. 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 Cool. Well, we're going to play you a part of an individual song just to ruin <laughs> all of that now. We're gonna, not
2: even going to play you the whole song. <laughs> so. <No. laughs>
1: but I do recommend going to have a listen to this album in full the way that it's been presented because, yeah, it's a it's a masterful kind of full body of work. We're back for my last song. I'm making weird, like, arm motions just to, like, get Dave all pumped up for yep. this one. I can verify there are weird arm motions. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one is Chasin' by Cub Sport, which has only just come out, obviously. That's what the whole thing's about. This was a late um,
2: inclusion into the It lo- was a late inclusion. Lineup. Yeah. Sorry,
1: cloud control. Late scratching.
2: Yeah. Came out with an injury. <laughs> Very late. Pulled up in the warm-up and Cub Sports Ooh. have come through. Yeah. Speaking yep. of
1: sport. Yeah. By the time this comes out, we'll know which out of Dave or I will be victors. With, yes, uh, the final that's uh, coming out.
2: Yes, our two teams are playing this weekend.
1: I hope it ends the way that the last one ended. <laughs> Dave in tears, yeah. sitting on my couch, very upset.
2: Very upset that yeah. uh, Gary we-
1: Ron kicked, uh, kicked the goal after the. Yeah, Sunday. yeah. That was a. We, wonderful might, game. We're
2: not, we might not be friends by the time this podcast comes out.
1: I'm going to be in Singapore, so I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> Um, It'll be anyway. document of our time together, if nothing else. <laughs> so, uh, just before we talk about, it seems weird to talk about sport with uh, Cub sport.
2: Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, but
1: yeah. yeah. Um, but go sports good anyway. Good segue. Jason, um, it's it's a uh, it's the second track we've heard from their upcoming record Bats, and um, everything like Oh Lord and this one are really beautiful songs, um, but it's kind of shaping up to be kind of a this sounds really cheesy but a coming of age record and it's not a coming of age like i'm a teenager becoming an adult bowler. it's um tim and sam from the band realizing like the people that they are and and what they want to be and Mm. who they're happy with and their relationships have changed with one not only one another but everyone around them yeah um and it's very very raw and
2: honest yeah I noticed actually, one thing I did write it down about this particular song is that it's uh, the opening line hooked me in right right from the start, and it's, "I don't even know what I want from this life, what I'm chasing." Yeah, And I, I love uh, songs that signal a really, like a, a really strong intent from the start. And for me, yeah. as soon as I heard that, I mean, it immediately comes in, and that's the opening line, and I'm like, "Wow." Whereas, you know, what, where are we going from here? And it really hooked me in for the journey for the rest of the song. And it's a great song too. Yeah. yeah but I just, I love a bold introduction to a song.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think, um, so Cubsport had their EP come out, uh, I think it's called Told You So, like a few years ago and, um, they kind of were one of the many indie pop Brisbane bands that were there at that time. And, and there wasn't much distinguishing each of those bands that were emerging at that time. Um, and then when they came out with their first album, um, it's just kind of like power. They they stood out 100%. They they managed to separate themselves. And, and rather than going down this pathway of um, kind of, I don't want to insult anyone, but jumping on a wave of what's popular at that time, mm. um, they really just did what they were good at and the songs that they were writing really well and... Um, I remember writing a review of that record for Casual Band Blogger at the time, and um, it, it's one of my favourite pieces that I've ever written. It's one of my favourite albums that I've ever written about because it was just, um, it defied expectation of them, um, and then I feel like this record's going to do the same, yeah. um, like the next step up. Yeah. And all of, like, the vocals in these two songs are so beautiful and strong and self-actualized i guess mm. um so i would i can't wait to hear them across the full record um yeah i don't know i'm just really excited for them as a band as well as us for being out to listen to it yeah it sounds really corny but no yeah, no go I, get, them.
2: I get it yeah it's it, it, as you said it does sound like a bit of a coming of age i, I mean oh lord is a great song yeah and yeah, this is a the perfect follow up. Really, really good song. Really strong. And and there's like you mentioned it being a maybe a coming of age record. There's definitely a level of confidence. They're asking a lot of big questions. Um, and there's yeah the the subject matter is is really interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. There there does seem to be a bit of a finding themselves, finding their feet, and, and being really confident about themselves as a band in the in the two offerings that we've had so far.
1: Yeah, for sure. And yeah. it feels. Uh, I don't want appropriate with um, the context of the political landscape at the moment with the absolutely rubbish plebiscite and the postal (laughs) vote or whatever it is and all of that sort of rubbish that's going on. And it feels like they're really strong and confident and not going to back down for anything, Mm. which I, I think it's not an easy thing to do to put yourself out there so, so much, but they're doing it and they're trying to be I don't want to say role models but a kind of a shining light for younger people that are in a similar situation to what they were maybe a year or two or three ago which I think is really um really impressive and really wonderful
2: yep, no yeah no doubt
1: yeah cool well we'll have a quick little listen to Chasen by Cub Spot
0: I'm trying to be honest and live to a-
1: We're back, we're done with our songs, but uh, we're going to check in with Dave. I really like saying your name, Dave. Yep. Um, <laughs> what have you got coming up with catch Release stuff, or are you going to any cool gigs uh, soon?
2: I've got actually a lot of gigs coming up uh, that Please I'm don't. going to myself that I'm excited about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, I'm going to see Gang of Youth tomorrow night, yes. uh, which we just realized that we're both going to be at, so that's going to be great. Yep. And uh I'm pretty much just like going on tour with my dad at the end of this year and we're Amazing. just going to do a whole bunch of shows That's together. So, good. so I'm just like um yeah, going i well I'm going to see Paul McCartney with my dad. I'm Excellent. going to see Midnight Oil twice actually, once with my mate Benny. Shout out to him if he's listening. And <laughs> uh and my dad as well. And I'm going to see Cat Stevens with my dad. Oh wow. Um yeah, just super nostalgic. But you missed
1: out on the Paul Kelly ticket.
2: Yeah, so I couldn't I couldn't complete the the, uh, the four shows but yeah. yeah anyway so that's going to be great and, and a bunch of local stuff as well
1: yeah
2: um, but yeah like on the catch release horizon um, yes. there's yeah there's plenty happening well I've got um, slowly slowly I've um, have, have got a new single that's going to be out shortly called Aliens um, so that'll be out in a couple of weeks time uh, and they're launching that on Friday October 6th at Howler so that should be unreal I think it's going to be their last headline show um, for the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, every show they play just seems to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. And yeah, that'll
1: be massive.
2: Yeah, I'm so excited and so happy for them because they're just incredibly hard-working and they yeah. absolutely deserve everything that's coming their way. And um, Do we know we'll,
1: the supports for that show?
2: Um, I know the Pretty Littles are on that show. Excellent. And the other names escape me at this moment. But... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm sure they're great.
1: We'll Links to everything. They've <laughs> got great oh, music taste. Way. So yeah, um,
2: yeah. Uh, and they're also uh, going to be supporting something for Kate on their spring tour. Yes, as
1: we've well. had many chats about this, yes. and I desperately, desperately want to go to these shows. Yeah,
2: another show that I've, I'll be going to is the Something for Kate uh, slowly, slowly show in Melbourne uh, later this year as well. So and but yeah, they're doing the whole national run with them. So that's incredibly exciting
1: something for kate are oh, one of the best australian bands that ever existed absolutely yeah and that's actually how dave and i met just because we're very excited about something for kate so uh is that true that is true
2: we'll have to talk about this later <laughs> because i feel like it's not <laughs>
1: it's not relevant to anyone else but yeah we both love something for kate we do
2: just... yeah um but yeah outside of that the evening cast released a new single recently they yes. did it as a split. Uh, places part one and part two Mm -hmm. so you can find those on Spotify and iTunes I like them a lot actually yeah yeah both great songs and I I was lucky enough to sit in on those sessions and yeah great great songs um, which is exciting and well Mickey Cooper has been demoing some uh, some tunes for a a follow-up to his 2016 debut um, it
1: was a very good album too. A great I'm album. I'm not actually just being nice today. Of like, these are all really good songs. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, incredible songwriter, and I'm lucky enough to be playing some drums on those demos at the moment, so that's exciting. And uh, yeah, Fieldings is over in New York City playing a bunch of shows and stuff at the moment.
1: Amazing.
2: Um, yeah, working with a new band, so that's exciting. And I think that's all on my plate.
1: Oh, just a little bit. Yeah. Not, not much. No, not Nothing too much. At all. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, well, I might, I'm headed to see, um, Gordy, obviously, because I'm obsessed with Gordy. Yeah. Um, at Howler later in the year, and then, uh, Methyl Ethel. Cool. Seeing them at the Croxton. Yeah. Really fun. I
2: saw them on their previous tour at Howler. Mm. Yeah. And they were very good. And then after that show, I got locked in the car park for three hours. <laughs> three hours. <laughs> If anyone is thinking of going to that show, don't park in the car park at the uni next door to the venue because you might not get out.
1: <laughs> That's actually amazing. I didn't know that. We're going to talk about that too. Yeah, um, it's just
2: a public service announcement.
1: <laughs> don't park at RMIT. Yeah. Um, the other one is Gold Class. Gold Class are playing in October. Yeah. Um, I really want to go to that as well. But.
2: Cool. We'll see. Whereabouts is that? Nightcat. Oh right, yeah.
1: that'd be really cool to yeah. see someone there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that'd be sick. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, you've been listening to Australian jams. We've had Dave Nordoff from Catalyst Records with us today, uh, and we'll see you in another fortnight.
2: Thanks for having me, Jen. No worries.